Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. Great heavy company this afternoon, 25 to 1 in Sydney, 25 to midday in uh, in Queensland. Um, 0457 736 736. That's the text line if you want to get involved with the show, join the conversation. And thank you to uh, Roosterman, also to uh, Khan from Newcastle, Tim the Toolman. I'll get through uh, your texts uh, when I can. Uh, we're going to talk a bit more cricket now, a bit more cricket, and uh, and why not? We're just a few sleeps away, aren't we? What day is it today? Sunday. So Sunday, Monday, yeah, three sleeps away. Uh, Correct. Until the, well done. Thank you. The fourth Ashes Test. Got to be honest with you, and I can I can almost see our listeners sort of nodding mm. as well, though. Mm. It's pretty easy to sort of lose track of the date at the moment. Absolutely. The days. Yep. No, 100%. it is. It is very easy. It's that no man's land between Christmas and New Year and beyond the festive season. Yeah. It is very – so don't take the – the, don't point the finger at me because I wasn't quite sure what day it was earlier. Hey, at least you turned up today, so you knew you were on. Well, I know what day it is now. Yes. Right? Because you're on doing Sports Central. Thank you. Yes, Good. I am. Joining us uh, in a moment to talk a, a bit of cricket, uh, I'm sure, because uh, our, our Aussie cricketers are getting themselves uh, steeled up and ready, uh, hopefully for a, for a whitewash. From uh, Cricket Unfiltered, uh, Paul Dennett joins us on the line. Good afternoon, Paul. How are you? Hey, Chris. How are you going? Mate, I'm really well. Uh, really well. You can't complain, can you? I mean, you can complain, but no one's going to bloody listen. <laughs> when the sun's shining, everything's good. Our cricketers are winning. Uh, mind you, they've, they've had a, a few disruptions, as we all know about now. Uh, Travis Head in isolation, uh, obviously. And, well, it looks like Aussie Kawaja will, will get a recall. Yeah, and I'm pretty happy about that. I think that over the years, he's been dropped a couple of times when... He's been a little bit unlucky. I think he's um, had less chances than some others have had. And so I'm pretty happy for, for him to get another chance. And um, hopefully we actually get some cricket in. The, the weather forecast is not the greatest, although I think that sometimes people get a bit more pessimistic. I actually think mm. we might get a full test match. Um, looks like it's not too bad. You think, uh, well, we'll only need three days if we have a couple of... <laughs> couple of t- <laughs> no, uh, yeah, okay. Well, let's hope so. I mean, and... It just bloody always seems to rain, doesn't it, around the, the pink test for some reason uh, in, in recent years. Um, that's certainly the case. Uh, the, the, there will be a change or more than one change. So Travis, we know, can't play. And, and Uzi, we think, will be the man to come in, uh, almost more than think. Um, but Josh Hazelwood, I guess it, you know, it, it's, it's difficult to change a winning team, particularly a team that has won so convincingly in Melbourne. But on the other side of the coin, you just can't leave a player like Josh Hazelwood out of Australia's top 11? No, if Hazelwood is fit, you just have to play him. And poor old Scott Boland, there's a, there's a possibility that could be the end of his test career, which would be highly unfortunate, although it would be a, a wonderful story for him to tell as the years go. But what I'm a bit concerned about is the, the notion of picking Mitch Swepson simply to try to give him some experience. And I think that mm. we're, we're leading 3-0 now. It's all wonderful. But it's not beyond the realms of possibility that if England get the better of conditions in Sydney, they could hit back and then mm. day-night test match in Hobart. 
if we were to win the Ashes 3-2, it'd be suddenly a, a big, a much different complexion on the series. And I think, you know, Scott Boland did pretty well on debut. So if we have to have Mitch Swepson making his debut on one of the subcontinental tours um, mm. coming forward, then I'm, I'm fine with that. We didn't fare so well, uh, did we, um, against India, their recent, their last tour here, um, and yet we are faring very, very well against England. I was reading an article today, I think it was written by Crash Craddock, and uh, he you know, very simply pointed out, well, you know what, England has won, I don't know, what, one or two of the last 13 test matches. India um, has probably dropped only one or two of its past dozen test matches. So they're, they're very different teams. And, and England, uh, do, let me ask you this. Do you think it's because we are playing so well, certainly our bowlers are, or more the fact that, that England just aren't up to it? Well, certainly I think we're playing better this year than, they, than we were a year ago. But I think the problem with England is it's no great secret that cricket has long been a sort of a niche sport over there. And mm. I was down the park the other day and the cricket nets were full with, with kids playing. You just don't see that in England. And since they moved behind the paywall at the end of 2005, that young kids are growing up have as much exposure to cricket as Australian kids have exposure to polo half mm. the time. That They did a survey a while ago and John Cena, the wrestler, was more mm. well-known by... 10-year-olds in England than, than um, Alistair Cook at the time. And I think that unless you've got a family who's a cricket-playing family or you happen to go to a really posh school, you just don't play. So the talented kids uh, are not playing and it's an ever-dwindling band. And the one thing that they could do well would be to uh, take advantage of the, the huge sort of British-Asian population, but they've had all the problems there with institutional mm. racism. So, mm. yeah, I, mean, I think Australia's just going from strength to strength. Yeah, we, we touched on this uh, last week, actually, and, and I lived over there for a number of years, more than a decade in England, so I, I know the lands, mm. landscape pretty well. Um, but you're right, you're right. They're, they don't have the sort of access or the exposure to um, to cricket like, like we do here in this country. And, well, that's that's our good fortune, but probably missed opportunities for them. And I think changes may well need to be made because they, they are certainly lacking depth. And um, that's anything but the case for us at the moment, isn't it? Isn't it refreshing to see uh, that we've got so much depth, particularly in the bowling ranks? We could pick five sides and our bowling would be strong on the fifth side. There are players that are mm. no chance whatsoever of playing test cricket um, who would be absolutely fine. Poor old James Pattinson retiring at the start of this summer probably possibly regrets that decision now because he looks at Scott Boland, who was always his junior partner at mm. Victoria, getting a test match, and he was in and around the squad in recent years without getting a game, albeit he did play, play in the past. But we've got players like uh, Harry Conway for New South Wales or Liam Hatcher and uh, Joel Paris from Western Australia that most people haven't even heard of. If they were thrown into the test side, they'd do a more than serviceable job. Mm. Um, a text here from the Toolman. Uh, he says, uh, G'day, fellas. I, I hope Uzi does get a start in the uh, New Year's test. It's his, his old home track and well-deserved if he gets a crack at the Poms. No, he does. And it just goes to show, too, you you bide your time. Um, what is Uzi now? 35 he probably thought when he was overlooked um, for, for Travis Head that it, his time may have gone. But just goes to show, doesn't it, Paul? You, you've got to be ready. You've got to be available. And, and anything, particularly in the current climate, can happen. Absolutely. I mean, you look at Adam Voges years ago, that if someone had said to me that Adam Voges would play test cricket, I would have laughed, them, laughed at them. He's had a, a brief test career with a, a batting average in the 60s. It's just... Um, yeah, strange things happen in this sport. It wasn't that long ago that David Warner was on the fringes of being dropped from the side. He's gone and won a World Cup and now scored plenty of runs in the Ashes so far. And I think that Kawaja, with the exception of a couple of poor years, his record in Australia, year in, year out, has been 
really impressive. And I remember him making his debut, I think it was in the 2010-11 Ashes, and the, the crowd at the SCG really roared for a new player. I can't believe it's been a decade. But yeah, as as I said before, if he, if he gets another opportunity, and it looks like he does, then um, I'm more than happy for him. I wonder if it will be a, um, a final opportunity for him if Travis is available for the fifth test. I guess he comes straight back in, but I guess it's, it's two. You can't look that far ahead. Aussie's numbers really stack up, though. His average in test cricket is, is uh, 40.66, I think I'm right in saying, and um, his average in shield at 460 runs this, this season was uh, 65. So he's seeing them well, um, and I really hope he, he makes a fist of it. The two spinner... Um, well, it comes around every year, doesn't it? Do we play two spinners at the SCG? Uh, it's no longer, you know, the spinner's paradise like it, it used to be. In fact, to the contrary, what do you think the chances are of Mitch Swepson getting a baggy green? He's definitely a chance. I, I think they'll probably only go with the one spinner because the forecast is not for baking sun. That, uh, that It's going to be overcast and a bit of drizzle. And the, the curator himself said that if, if that's the case, it's probably not going to spin too much to, towards the end. So... I think Swepson might have to wait a little bit longer for his baggy green, but I don't think it'll be that long because we've got nine test matches in the subcontinent uh, throughout the rest of this year. We're going to back, back to Pakistan in March for the first time in a generation, and he'll definitely get um, an opportunity there. Same with Kawaja. That mm. his, um, the strange thing was that his record in, in Asia was very poor until he um, made that amazing century in saving a draw for us in 2018 yeah. um, in, in the UAE. So... He's every chance of, um, of figuring as well. And I hope mm. that they um, look a bit left field and give Glenn Maxwell a go because he's an Asian um, specialist as well. And mm. um, I'd love to see him play some more test cricket, although it's probably not going to happen. And with Aussie too, I think I'm right in saying he hasn't played, would it be right, he hasn't played a tour in Pakistan or, or one in Pakistan. I'm not quite sure if I've got that because that's his country of birth, isn't it, Aussie Kawaja? So, um, yep. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, he's never played in Pakistan, but none of them have. Um, no. the, the last time Australia played in Pakistan was, I think, 2002. Um, well, that's or, right, or yeah. not, might, might Actually, might have been in the, the late 1990s. Um, so that it's, um, we've been playing... We played a, a match or two against them in Sri Lanka. We played matches against them in England. And that's then more right, recently, not, not in it's always been the UAE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. And by all accounts, it's one of the great tours to, you know, one of the great countries to visit. So um, it's great that we're going to be back playing there again. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, just just with Aussie, um, I don't know if he's a walk-up starter for, for Sydney. I, I think he is, but there's a couple of other options too, and um, obviously they've brought Nick Maddinson and Josh Inglis in, um, and I don't know if we're getting ahead of ourselves saying Uzi is, is nailed on, uh, but either one of those two um, would certainly do a job as well, if needed. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Mitch Marsh is um, there yeah, thereabouts as too. Mm. Yeah, but I'm, I'm a big fan of Nick Madison. I've watched a fair bit of Shield cricket. And since he moved down to Melbourne about three years ago, his record is superb. And the thing I like most about him is that he, he really gets on with the game. And uh, he's very attractive to watch and exciting to watch. And I think that that's what's been so good about Travis Head as well. But as, as much as Australia has done wonderfully this summer, um, we've been a little bit on the slow side with some of our players. And so if someone like Maddinson was to play, then um, I'd have no problems with that. But I think that Kawaja... It'd be pretty unfair if they left him out at this point, I think. Mm. Uh, yeah, Pakistan, 98, was it? 1998. I'm just, uh, Dan just sent me a text. It was the last tour of Pakistan. So, uh, geez, you, you forget. Mm. God, time flies, doesn't it? That long ago. It's ridiculous, yeah. That long ago. All right. Well, mate, thanks for jumping on the line. I appreciate uh, the chat, Paul. Just to give your, give your podcast a bit, bit of a plug, if you can. 
Yeah, it's Cricket Unfiltered. Jaleesa Raps is hosting and um, Andrew Mental, who you had on a couple of days a couple of days ago, is a co-host with me as well. So, um, yeah, you get it wherever you download your podcast apps and we're, we're recording a show today. Great stuff. All right, Paul, enjoy the rest of your day, mate, and um, have a wonderful summer and great new year. Thanks, mate. You too. There is uh, Paul Dennett from uh, Cricket Unfiltered, so you can find that where you get all your good podcasts. We will take a break shortly. Keep those text messages coming through. Mark from Prairiewood got yours. We'll get to that as well and quite a few others in there. Uh, if you do have a question for Nathan Lyon, um, get them, send them through. Send the questions through. You won't have much more time. He'll be joining us uh, around about quarter past one uh, Sydney time. So shoot those questions through and I'll, I'll put as many as I can to Nathan Lyon. You're listening to Sports Central with me, Chris Warren. It's coming up to 13 minutes to one in Sydney, 13 minutes to midday in Queensland. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.